Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Gary Fredericks. He is the CEO of OnPoint Partners, where they provide back office services for small businesses. I have Tim Hawks. He's the Managing Director of Unlimited Potential, where he's a mental engineer and executive coach. And I have Connie Whitman. She is the CEO of Changing the Sales Game, where she says that sales should not be icky, sleazy, or manipulative. And she has 20 years teaching people how to do love, care, and respect in sales. The question I have for you today is, what is the difference between asking and begging? Gary, kick us off. I, I have different levels of asking. There's the rhetorical ask, which is a parent asking their child, would you mind cleaning your room today? It's not really a question, but you ask it as a question. Then there's legitimate questions like, I want to know more information about Connie. I want to know what she does specifically and how she does it. I start asking questions. And as you get more and more desperate, mm. you start asking the begging questions. Could you help me with this, please? Oh, uh, and you add the whiny, please. I'll owe you one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the differences to me. Mm. There's definitely a desperation link, I think, between the two. But when I sat down and thought it through, I, my first thought was, why are we asking the question? Why does it matter? And that's where I'm coming from, which is what's important to know the difference. So if somebody's begging, they're asking you to do something. If somebody's asking, they're asking you to do something, both of which rely on you to respond. Mm. So actually, it's not about begging or asking. It's more about how influenceable you are with the whining and the desperation. If somebody tunes it up and starts whining, are you more likely to give in? Is that what begging is about? Is it encouraging someone to give in by pleading to their soft side? Um, mm. But if I was a strong individual and unfazed, then begging or pleading would be irrelevant. So Connie, I know you're going to have stuff to say because begging is icky and sleazy and manipulative. So tell us, tell us what's the difference? For me, the begging is sleazy. It's desperate. So when we're in a sales position, and money is tight, we're going in in a desperate mode of thinking. So we get that tone of please, it's annoying, right? Mm. The flip side for me is I think magic happens when we ask a question that isn't desperate, right? So mm. for me, when I teach my clients, I say questions are your magic wand. Because the better our questions are and the clearer our questions are, the clearer we understand the other person and their situation and what's ever going on, whether it's personal or professional, doesn't really matter. Mm. And then now you're in a position to respond from a place of help, love, care, and respect versus your own desperation. But until I understand that other person and where they're coming from, then I'm putting myself first. I need to pay my bills. That's money driven versus I want to help this person, which is care driven. Yeah. So yeah, you've just started a few things in my head there, Connie. One is if I'm, I don't know, being washed away by a river and I beg for a rope from somebody on the side, is that sleazy? No. But no. So, so, so there's a, there's different bits of begging, but I wonder whether, and then that would be okay begging to me if I was going down the river and I want a rope, that would be okay begging. <laughs> so I wonder whether what you kicked off in my head there, Connie, was is begging actually some sort of subtle manipulation? So asking yes. is, I'm just asking, it's okay, I'm cool with it. Begging is actually an attempt to manipulate. And that's what the difference between the two are is by begging, I'm using a technique, whining, bringing in emotion, whatever it might be, to try and manipulate you to my way of thinking. Yeah, and I think 
this world today, there's a lot more manipulation going on than there used to be. I get emails all day saying, based on our previous conversation, you want to schedule a meeting to talk. I never talked to you. I don't know who you are. And I, I definitely uh, respond that way. Mm. I, I get tired of it, but it's uh, manipulation and sleaze is creeping into my life every day. Mm. So I'm wondering when we see someone on the side of the road with a sign that says homeless, hungry, please help God bless. Why is that begging and not asking? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Putting aside my prejudice, you know, because there's prejudice around people pleading for that sort of thing, isn't there? There's lots mm. of baggage. Like, are they going to put the money to drugs? Are they going to do they, you know, I've seen people who've been begging on the street, then got up, got in the car and driven home, but some are genuine. So mm -hmm. I think in that space, the begging comes with more. Not only have we got the emotional manipulation, but we've also got this my baggage of what I believe about this person. Mm. So, you know, I, I don't believe that person's genuine or or maybe I really do. And I'm moved by it and feel like I have to help them. Mm. Um, there's something in here about emotional manipulation that moves it from being asking to begging. Yeah, I agree with that. Tim, I agree. I think it's our own filters and perspectives, right? Where we were raised, like you're in England, right? I'm here in New Jersey, not far from where Robin is. So our perspective is going to be very different on how we view the homeless, for instance. So it is definitely biases, filters, perspectives, our beliefs, our, our subconscious beliefs, whether they're good beliefs or not that's going to impact how we see begging and or asking a question. Mm -hmm. It's a really I, good point, isn't it? If a community you have a feeling about, whatever mm -hmm. that can, whatever prejudice you hold, we all hold prejudices, don't we? I know we don't want to, but we do. If somebody comes up and you already carry baggage about that person, that plead will be less or more effective depending on the baggage that you hold. Um, there, there's an added complication there, isn't there? What I've noticed about myself is that if someone is doing something like there was a guy in a parking lot recently who was playing an electric violin and it had a sign saying, I'm trying to feed my children. And I was like, you're doing something. You're entertaining me. I'm listening to your music. Fine. I'm happy to give you a couple of dollars. If he had just been sitting there with a sign saying, I'm trying to feed my children, I would have probably responded differently. And I thought that was an interesting observation for me. The difference between asking, hey, I'm offering you I had to listen to the music whether I wanted to or not. He was doing it in a parking lot. That was really interesting for me. Yeah, and I, here's an interesting one, that baggage I hold. So for instance, if I was, I don't know, going to the supermarket and I saw a Bentley parked in a disabled spot and they came out and you knew they weren't disabled, or there wasn't any obvious, I know some disabilities are not visible, but I, and they said, look, I've just got to pop in because I'm in a hurry. It would be different to them if they had some tiny little battered out old car. I think mm, I would hold a prejudice there and I would say, let I'd be all right with one and not with another. And oh. I, so I think that the begging, my prejudice would get in the way of their begging, mm. if that makes any sense. <laughs> Interesting. It actually does. Robin, I love that experience in the parking garage with the violin player. And it was funny before I was going to say that. I think if someone, the begging on the street, right, if they were offering something of value back to me, I wouldn't look at that as begging. See, I would look at that as an exchange of energy, of goodwill, of whatever, mm -hmm. right in that space. Um, I'm, I'm offering, hey, I'm in a bad space. I need money, but this is my gift that I can share with you at this moment. 
I think that's asking, that's not begging. To me, there's a very distinct difference because they're helping. And when my husband worked in Manhattan before 9-11, you know, he would come off the the path into the towers and there was a man there, homeless guy or very poor guy, but he would open doors for everyone and say, good morning. Everybody knew him. Everybody Mm -hmm. brought him coffee. He was adding value and he was pleasant. And my husband said, if he was missing, we're like, oh, we hope everything's okay. So there was Mm -hmm. this exchange of energy and love and care. Like, have a great day. He was trying to do something to enlighten those that he knew were working going into the trade center, right? So Mm -hmm. I I think that again, is that energy exchange. Money's an energy exchange, right? In in our conversation, sorry, Gary. Conversely to that, when you're at a stoplight in New York City and all these homeless people run out with their squeegees to start cleaning your window. Yes. It's not something I asked for them to do or that, something that I consider value added. Mm. Uh, I worked in, in Manhattan too. And there used to be a homeless guy sitting outside of the deli. I went in for lunch begging. He had a sign. One day I, I bought him a, a sandwich and I came out and I gave him the sandwich. He threw it at me. He was mad. Oh, he wanted money so he could buy cigarettes, yeah. stuff like that. And I was giving him a sandwich, which wasn't what he wanted. Yeah. And that was my test. I was with a friend. I said, let's see if what he does when I give him this sandwich. How homeless is he? But it uh, seems know. to me that, again, we come back to that emotional manipulation storyline, don't we? The guy holding yeah. the door open isn't expecting anything from you. Nope. As is the violinist. They're not expecting anything from you. They're giving something to you in the hopes that you might give something back. There's no obligation on you to take action. Right. Whereas the squeegee guys who come out and do your uh, windscreen, they've sort of trespassed upon you, haven't they? There's an emotional assault before we've even begun. You can be begging without begging. Um, but I think it becomes begging when it, it uses emotional manipulation. I think it's an interesting question and that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there, but I hope that it kind of brings up for people, like what is the difference and how do they kind of separate these two words? So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to doing it with each of you again very soon. Thanks for having us.